Hello? Hello? Is it me you're looking for? Hello? Is it me you're... Welcome to Stay at Home Bad Season 3. Oh my goodness. Everybody, what's going on? We are back. We are, I was about to say we're live. We're not really live because this is pre-recorded. But Season 3, we're back. Summer break is over. And I am once again joined by some of the jabronis. They're back for Season 3. We've got the original guest of the show, Mr. Keto Grill Guy, Joe Leal. Joe, how you doing, buddy? It's uh, the Keto Grill Guy. Someone yeah. actually tagged me the day at Keto Grill Guy. I go, nope, that doesn't work. You can't get to me that way. It's the Keto Grill Guy. I'm doing great. Thad, how are you? I have never been better, arguably. Wow. Wow. And but, you've hung out with me in person before, so that's sad. Yeah. No, exactly. Um, sorry I messed up your Instagram handle. Um, it's fine. But next we have producer Sam, who has been, you know, tirelessly working behind the scenes to get season three up and running. Producer Sam, what's going on, pal? Thank you for having me on again. That is so proud to be a part of this uh, great production you have going here as we kick off season three today. Nowhere I would rather be right now. Hmm. Dad, I, can I throw a suggestion real quick, by the way? Yeah. Can we rename producer Sam? Because maybe he can get to this in a second, but I think we should call him coach. Yeah, we have a defensive coordinator, I believe, yep. of the yes, Avondale sir. Yellow Jackets High School. Yes, sir. Sam, before we jump into you know what we've planned to talk about, give us a little bit of a breakdown of the defense this year. What? How are you guys looking? I am excited about our defense, guys. We've got we're running a four four. Uh, really putting a priority on stopping the run game. A lot of the teams we go up against are going to try and run the ball, so we're obviously going to combat against that. I think our, our line is probably one of the best in the, the conference that we play in oh, in Michigan where we live. The the I thought it was going to say the best in the country. Yeah. Wow. No, I was going to jump that far ahead, Joe. Okay. But, uh, but, hey, we'll give some people a run for their money, especially with our – our D line got a couple guys I think who are going to play at the next level at, between D line and line. So I think we've got we've got a lot of I'm, I've got high hopes. I've got high hopes for the season. So wow. more like you're going to give it teams not a run, right? Because you're going to stop them. Uh, there you go. Uh, Stay at yeah. home, dad jokes. Yep. Hey, just, be, just because it's a new season doesn't mean the jokes are any better. All right, fair. <laughs> well, guys, summer we're wrapping it up. Not really. I mean, it's still summer, but why don't give me like a, give me like a 13 second breakdown of, of what you have done this summer. And Joe, we'll go back to you. How, how's your summer been? Anything, any highlights? What you know, you my, yeah, I mean, I've been obviously grilling a lot. Mm -hmm. um, we're good friends with my neighbor and she's got a pretty nice pool. So money spending a lot of time poolside working neighbors took a trip to North Carolina, took a trip up North, just, Kind of trying to smash as much as you can in with two kids in the summer. Yeah. And that's, uh, I'll know more about what that's like in a couple months here, but I know Sam, yeah. you're, you're rocking two kid life. What, what has summer yeah. been like for you guys? Well, you know, I've been at football the whole time, so I'm not really sure. Just Come kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. 
but I mean, football has kept me busy between that and work and then making the most of the time that I can at home with the kids. So we were able uh, to just go on a quick little trip last week with some of our friends. Uh, got to see the kids play in the lake. They loved the water. My dog had the best time of his life um, with all the acreage that where we were. Um, so just try to make the most, get outside as much as we can with them because Michigan, obviously in the winter, which is like eight months of the year, you miss out on the summertime in the good weather. So uh, making it get into petting zoos and things like that. So a lot of fun. I love it. How about you, Thad? How's your summer? Summer's been great. We were able to take a trip back to the homeland, uh, O Canada, got to visit some family in Ontario. And uh, I mean, like we drove, which is 18 hours. So, you know, road trips are fun. But when you throw a two-year-old into the mix who gets car sick, it's not as much fun. Um, we, we dodged some bullets. He, he barfed one time on the way there and then one time on the way back. And both were pretty, you know, epically proportioned barfs. It, it required several moments of parked along the side of the highway cleaning up. But we got through it. My, uh, my mom came back with us on uh, our return trip. And she's able to stay and have a little visit with us here at, at our place in South Dakota. But... You know, we, we spent some time up at their cottage as well. They're kind of, it's not like Northern Ontario. Um, I mean, it is Northern Ontario, but I feel like you guys in Michigan have like this, this understanding about Northern Ontario and Ontario is kind of the similar thing. Like people go up North to their cottage and stuff like that, but you're, you're, most... uh, you're assuming wrong. I have no understanding of where Ontario <laughs> is. And if there is a north. <laughs> well, like think of the upper peninsula. And that's what yep. Northern Ontario is like. Cause it's on the same, what is it? Long latitude, 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 latitude is flatitude. Yeah. Nailed it. Geography podcast. I could probably add that yeah. tag in, uh, in podcast, but, but you know yeah, what I, I, I was, I was realizing as I was kind of reflecting about on the summer, I think I went swimming one time this summer. I mean, wow. you know, Sam, you mentioned getting into the, into the lake, and uh and joe you're talking about pool time and stuff like that i went swimming one time it was at beautiful bridal veil falls in uh, ontario manitoulin island beautiful place but um i don't think i mean i i spent most summers swimming all the time right but only going one time this summer i don't there's not been one moment where i've been like you know what? i really missed swimming this summer and oh it, i see you you're looking at it wrong. You don't realize how good it is until you start doing it. Well, listen, listen. So that's that. It got me thinking like over or underrated summer activities. And I figured, why don't we start the show today? I'll just lobby a few uh, summer activities your way. And you guys give me under or overrated and why you think. I, I honestly think swimming might be overrated because if you're like younger and you've got your buddies and you're swimming, like it's great. But I don't remember the last time as an adult, I jumped in a body of water and like splashed around for longer than, you know, two or three minutes. So you have, you're not familiar with plunge pool then with what kind of pool pool? is like this. A plunge pool is like a new phenomenon for like people and getting houses that like don't have enough space for pools. It's like a, six foot by three foot like 10 foot deep little tiny pool where the only purpose is just to sit in it and submerge yourself in water not actually swim it's a social thing yeah see that would be like if if i had a plunge pool that would be properly rated but i'm gonna say summer swimming currently overrated what do you guys think uh underrated yeah i'll I'll go underrated but like 
I mean, why? I, mean, uh, I think it's underrated because it's been a, exceptionally hot here in Michigan recently. And just hanging out in the pool, even for like a half hour, just lowers your body temperature and makes the rest of your day manageable. So I'm, uh, I'm I mean, underrated I guess so. swimming. I guess so. I mean, you could just sit in the shade as well, but like you could do the little dip, like the, the plunge dip thing. And I don't think you need to swim. Oh, what it, we're not talking about swimming laps here, Thaddeus. Yeah, I'm not trying to get a workout in. I'm just trying to hang out in the pool. No one's mad about that. There's a lot of social games you can play as adults in pools. There's a lot of fun you can have. I think you're being Kids a can play in pools. Maybe I'm thinking of like summer beach trips being Maybe. overrated. Yeah. I, I don't miss no, those. Well, that sounds like a you thing. Not <laughs> us. We're both properly, properly rating pools. Okay. All right. What about berry picking? Under or overrated oh, summer activity? It should, um, be, it should be a criminal offense to go berry picking. So you're yeah. going to say overrated? Overrated. Unfortunately, I, uh, I, the experience of berry picking can be a cool thing. However, the places that run the berry picking should not exist uh, because that is, that's the criminal part to me where you go and get apples or strawberries or blueberries, whatever you get you're paying probably five bucks on the dollar for what you could get at a grocery store where prices have already gone up this year. So it's like the experience, like kids getting to pick stuff. It's like, Hey, guess what? Your third generation grandparents maybe had to do this. And now let's take a picture. It's like a fun thing to do once a year, but it is not worth it by any means. Yeah. No, I would say it's not fun to do even once a year, but moving on, what's next? Uh, yeah. The next one is uh, baseball game over or underrated. Uh, I'm gonna go I just overrated, to a, but it's fine. Yeah, over, I just over went to Sam? a baseball game last week, and I can tell you it's overrated because I showed up into the second inning and left in the sixth inning Wait, and thought what? I still was there too long. You showed I was up there for four innings. Yes. All right, you guys are both nuts. Baseball well, games. Hold on. Because the important question here is, Joe, did you get Thaddeus a souvenir cup at the baseball game you went to? Nope, wasn't there long enough to need a cup. Wow. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, I have a extensive souvenir cup collection that I have added numerous cups to this summer, thanks to some great friends, which I thought Joe was, but turns out maybe you got, he's you added one. not. Yeah, you, you did give me one that I did get from you yeah. when I visited this summer, actually. It's, it's called yeah. hashtag the other hobby. The Hashtag the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Can I throw one at you guys for overrated, underrated? I would love that. The zoo. Dude, well, no, that is underrated. I'm going to say about to say overrated. No, I am going I am going to say overrated because it's that should be I mean, put that one right up there with berry picking farms as criminal oh, offenses. My. No. That's well, cruelty. What are you saying? Animal cruelty. Okay, all right. If you're going that route, I'm not going to make the argument against you. I went to what I mean, obviously, we'll just throw it out here. I'll, I'll, they're not a sponsor yet. If they want to be a sponsor, they can sponsor. The Detroit <laughs> Zoo is terrible. I hate the Detroit Zoo. However, I went to the Ross Common, which is like kind of Tiger King style zoo, and it was yeah. awesome. So I think, I think the, I think the more Dude, I just went to a zoo last week. Country, <laughs> the more out in the country the zoo is, the better it is. The more commercial can... the zoo is, the worse it is. Okay, so I'll say this. We are members at the Detroit Zoo and live just a few miles away. Humble it's a nice bag. thing to go to like once, yeah. uh, maybe a couple times a month, just as an activity to fill time for a couple hours. I will validate 
and affirm Joe's Joe's statement about out in the country zoos. We just went to one a couple of weeks ago when we were out of town and it was a petting zoo that was free and the animals that they had there were literally from all over the world. They had bobcats. They had an animal that was spelled C-A-R-A-C-L, C-A-L, I think a caracal, something like that. Some other kind of wild cat. They had yaks. They had, uh, I don't even know all the animals they had. They had camels there. They had animals. I was like, you guys probably shouldn't have these camels here, but we're going to enjoy the fact that you have them here and the fact that we walked in for free and are enjoying this place. So there, There's no part of anything you just said that made me think, yeah, I'd love to go to a zoo. Dude. It was breathtaking to me. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> well, the, I think I believe animals should be oh. enjoyed in their natural habitats, as like God a, intended. Like a McDouble. Okay, like Mr. McDouble. Yeah. I'm getting this. Say you live in South Dakota without saying you live in South Dakota. All right, all right. Um, That's enough under and overrated talk for today. Let's right. move on to our next segment of the day. Well, as we both know, or I guess all three of us know, uh, we haven't had any podcasts here. And also our listeners know this as well, because I'm sure you've been waiting by your podcast platform of choice, asking yourself, when is another episode of Stay at Home Thad about to upload? But anyways, we've we've missed a lot of NFL news. So guys, let me just fly through a couple things here. Obviously, we're not going to cover everything that we missed, but I just want to do a couple big stories from the past summer in the NFL. And then uh, maybe we'll finish up with a little mini three-person mock draft. Does that sound all right with you guys? Yeah. Sounds right. like a plan. Cu- couple big stories. Obviously, I think you kind of have to lead off with the Deshaun Watson stuff. Six-game suspension for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy. The hearing was overseen or overheard. I don't know what the proper over term is there, but federal judge Sue L. Robinson Deshaun Watson, of course, was accused of sexual assault and misconduct by at least two dozen women, and he's settled with all but one of them. Obviously, the NFL has appealed Roger Goodell trying to put on his tough guy act now when he's literally never done that in his um, time as the commissioner of the NFL. But, I mean, it's not a good look for Deshaun Watson, first and foremost, of course. Like, you know, this is... This is a, a brutal situation. He's not really shown any signs of um, admitting guilt or remorse or anything like that. So just ugly there. Not a good look for the NFL. Not a good look for Rod, Roger Goodell. Definitely not a good look for the Browns. Uh, what, what, are, what are your guys' thoughts on Deshaun Watson and this whole ugly situation? My, I, I mean, obviously it's terrible. Um, I feel like the the Browns took a gamble. And I think this is where it comes back to them because I mean, correct me if I'm wrong in the trade, I believe they gave up. What was it? Three first round picks for the three. rights to him. Yes. Yeah. And so from a, from like a pure football standpoint, like removing the actual crimes that were committed, like this was a huge gamble by a football team and to watch it just kind of blow up in their face. Like it, it seems like almost sick that they were like, happy that he got a six game suspension because that means the rest of their season can go on right. but it's like I kind of in a weird way I'm like 
no, suspend them longer. Like, and the Browns, like, I'm happy that they're going to get their, you know, kind of shafted in this whole deal too, because, mm-hmm. you know, they took a gamble thinking like, what? and it's, it's just nice for me to like, kind of look at it blow up in their face a little bit and say like, no, like, what are you doing? You waged, like you bet your future on this guy and bad idea, bad idea. Yeah. Yes. So correct me if I'm wrong here, Thaddeus, but the NFL is now appealing that original decision of six games, but the NFLPA has said they're not going, they were, they were going to stick with whatever the decision was from the jump. Is that correct? Correct. The NFL is going to appeal in the hopes of extending the suspension now, which, which is kind of like the, what I was saying before about the NFL putting this tough guy image from the front office now, but um right i mean my hope is that he gets at least the year um i think at this point it's 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 kind of a laughing stock right to look at and say mm-hmm. okay like there's memes and jokes already out there of saying ridley made a couple bets on FanDuel or whatever and he got the entire year so and uh deshaun potentially sexually assaulted 24 to 30 women and and he's getting less than half of that so yeah. um, a quarter think, per, per per civil suit or whatever it is yes right. yeah. and so yeah yes correct yeah. um we're looking at it's the integrity of you because the ridley suspension is obviously about the integrity of the game right so you're mm-hmm. talking about the integrity of the game versus the integrity of an individual right uh, and you're obviously seeing so far at least where the where the the value kind of is for the NFL. Sure. Um, and, it, and the it one should, thing, yeah, go ahead, Joe. I said the one thing that I did read into it about too, and like this, it was more of a reflection on the NFL because I think what Roger Goodell was trying to do was establish this exterior judge who it's, he could look at and say, well, she made the call and we're going to go with that. And if I am not mistaken, what I've read is the judge kind of said, no this is the way that your organization has set this up yes, because technically each, yes, the precedent and technically the way that it's written in the CBA in regards to suspensions talks about nonviolent crimes. Right. And like, as sad as it is, this was considered a nonviolent crime. Right. And so she's like the maximum I can do for a nonviolent crime, no matter how many there are is a six game suspension. Like there's no precedent wow. or anything else. Mm-hmm. And so she essentially said, this is what the NFL has agreed is a fair punishment and so i'm essentially saying yeah you're right and now roger goodell's trying to come down as tough guy going no 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 no, i want to hear right so he he's he now has to you know undo the situation that he essentially helped create which is yeah he's he trying to create a kind of a scapegoat for himself like exactly oh it's their call and yeah, now it's it. kind of blown up yeah so, it'll yeah, be interesting messy, messy times in Cleveland. It, it really is and and we'll move on here right away but it, it'll be interesting to see like what's Roger Goodell's legacy when he's done as commissioner of the NFL? That's going to be a, a really complex conversation down the road, but let's, let's move on to the next story here. Kyler Murray's contract. He, a couple <sighs> weeks ago, signed a five year, 200, $230.5 million deal, 160 of which is guaranteed. And of course the independent study clause, which just had me laughing for several days here where the Cardinals essentially said, all right, Kyler, we're going to hand you this, you know, we're going to back up the Brinks truck, but you need to study for at least four hours outside of practice time, team meetings, team film study. And it got into the media and it blew up. Now it, it, it's no surprise that the Cardinals put this in there because 
Kyler Murray is a gamer. I mean, he has almost 87,000 followers on Twitch. There was an article on ESPN that I was reading and uh, it was just him talking about how video games are such an important part of his life. And, you know, if he wasn't a professional athlete, he would have pursued a career as a gamer. And the whole situation is silly. I, I don't, I don't want to get on like my boomer soapbox because I'm not a boomer. I am Gen wow. X or whatever. And Kyler would be considered Gen Z. And this isn't a socio um, cultural podcast necessarily, but it just, I was kind of like, what, what are be. we doing here? Yeah, maybe it would, maybe it yeah. is, but, but like, what, what are we doing here, Kyler Murray? And then there was all the Instagram stuff earlier, like it, earlier in the off season before he had signed the contract, unfollowing. Yeah, removing the Cardinals. I yeah. mean, just like, and, and then my guy Debo did it as well, which kind of hurt me, but I mean, it, it worked um, for Murray and Debo, but guys, what, what were, what were your thoughts, Sam? Let's start with you. Did you have any thoughts about Kyler Murray? I mean, at first, yes, it was, it was comical, I think. Right. Like that was the, the instinct of being like, wow, an NFL team is telling their star quarterback that they're giving hundreds of millions of dollars to Hey, we need you to also make sure you're watching film. Cause right. that obviously gives the assumption that he wasn't right. Um, which can't be true. I mean, like, there's no way yeah. uh, to be an NFL quarterback and to be, I think he came out with a couple of quotes of being like, if you think I can do what I did without watching film, you're, you are a, uh, you're something else. I don't know what word he used, but I, I only have not great words to say. Like, if you think that that's possible, like, yeah. so, I mean, that, that part was, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's comical and, and silly, but then didn't they, so it was huge in the media, but then didn't they also pull it out after they that? Did. They said it was a distraction. Yeah. It's like, which, hey, this which, is too much of a distraction. Now we're going to shoot ourselves in the foot just for all of you to see and get back in the headlines and say, like, oh, sorry, Kyler, we actually do trust you. Like, yeah. that, it just draws more attention to it, right? Such so, a farce. Yeah. Joe, thoughts? Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, so I obviously have all the same thoughts as you have. However, um, I wish I could think of the Twitter handle that I saw. There's some Twitter handle that does ridiculous deep analytic stats. And I actually went to, I'm going to side with the Cardinals on this because the stat that I saw took every one of Kyler Murray's seasons and averaged the, like the QBR or whatever, like the QB rating system before and after the call of duty release of that mm. year. Wow. And wow. his QBR dropped by on average in the years, seven and a half points after the call of duty game came out and so obviously there can be injuries involved in there too but you can make the narrative of whatever you want but i thought that was hilarious that the call of duty release date had a direct correlation and a drop off with kyler murray's qbr that's amazing one uh one last thing i'll say about that situation joe that's a great pull on that but I was listening to uh, ESPN radio the day after the Cardinals put that clause out there or it leaked to the media or whatever. And I, I, it was one of the former Patriots guy. I, I want to say, was it Rob Ninkovich maybe who sometimes does some ESPN hits, but anyways, it, it was one That's of the right. former Patriot guys who um, he got on the, the radio and he was being interviewed and he was just saying, if you listen to the press conference that Kyler Murray called himself, like it wasn't, it wasn't a team conference call. It was something that, Kyler kind of impromptu put together. And he said, if you listen to what he said throughout the whole press conference, it was I, 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 I. And he said, if, if I was, you know, a teammate of Kyler Murray's and I see all of this craziness going on with the contract and, 
you know, all this stuff that's put in there for good reason. Like, obviously it needs to be put in there for him to do it. And then he goes out there and he says, I have done this and I've accomplished all this and look at what I have done. Uh, and he, he just said, you know, that's something to keep in mind as you watch Kyler Murray throughout the duration of this contract to see what kind of impact, you know, this plays out, um, how it plays out and how teammates kind of respond to him moving forward. So yeah. the last story that I wanted to hit really quickly, and, and we don't even have to discuss this too much, uh, and then we can jump into our mock draft, but the Dolphins <laughs> who were sanctioned for impermissible contact with Tom Brady and Sean Payton losing their first round pick next year, 2023, and then a third in 2024. And then owner Steven Ross was suspended or will be suspended until October 17th and also fined 1.5 million, which is really going to hit him hard in the pocketbook considering he's, his net worth is $8.2 billion. So that, <laughs> that 1.5 is going to do some damage to him. So thoughts and prayers out to Steven Ross. But yeah. the, I mean, the mastermind's Bill Belichick, right? We, we're going to talk about that, right? It's Bill Belichick did this. I mean, the, all roads in the NFL lead to Bill Belichick at some point. So, like, you're familiar with why, why right? Remember when he texted Brian Flores, the former coach of the Dolphins? Congratulations. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. That's <laughs> for right. the job that he didn't oh, get. Oh, and wow. then Brian Flores had an out to go get mad at I mean, that is the, and oh, weird, the Dolphins, what division are they in? They, oh, they're in the same division as the Patriots. Wow. I mean, look at that. I'm not trying to put a tinfoil hat on, but I'm just saying I think Bill Belichick <laughs> knew what he was doing when he accidentally texted the wrong guy. I'm I'm actually nervous with with, you know, threats like that being thrown out there or, or rumors like that being thrown. I'm I'm nervous at what Patriots personnel might knock on my door tomorrow afternoon. And ask, I mean, is, is there a stay-at-home fad in this place, in this residence? I mean, honestly, I think, let's put it out right now. If Bill Belichick wants to come on the stay-at-home fad show and refute these allegations, he's welcome to. Absolutely. Open invitation for Bill Belichick. Great, great discussion about some of the big stories from the summer, guys. We'll obviously be jumping into some more NFL. This, Hey, this is episode one of season three. We got lots more to come. Lots more football. Training camps are going. Hard knocks kicking off. We'll be talking more football, but we're going to cut it off there for now. We are going to jump into a three-person mock draft. So this is how it's going to go. I have, I'm, by the way, this is the uh, first ever stay-at-home fad card cast or car cast sorry because sam and joe are both on the road right now in their cars so gentlemen i don't know if you can see but i have a random list generator and i am putting my name i am putting joe's name and i'm putting sam's name and i'm going to randomize the list three times to see who gets to pick first and then i say we'll just kind of go through 12 teams or 12 picks i mean essentially simulating a one round 12 team draft pick so let me let me get this let me get this set up here we're going to be wrapping up shortly but all right list is being randomized one time it is sam joe thad two times it is uh it didn't click for some reason joe sam thad and then third time it is sam thad joe okay all right sam first pick first pick so i've got to go 
We've got to go JT here, right? Got to go JT. Jonathan Taylor with the first going pick. Jonathan oh, oh. Taylor. He's going to be freaking dominant this year. I'm expecting a big year out of him. You got Matt Ryan under center. I think that's Ooh. obviously a step up. So yeah, the pass game is going to be more of a threat, which opens up more of the run. So give the man something to eat. He's going to be number one across the board. I'm uh, with number two here. Sorry, Joe, your, your third pick. I apologize. Number two pick. I'm going to, I'm going to take a little bit of a risk, but also looking at the past and the production that he's put up in the past, I'm going CMC. I'm going Christian McCaffrey second overall pick, obviously running backs, running backs are scarce at the top of, uh, after the top couple picks. So I'm going Jonathan or not Jonathan. I'm going Christian McCaffrey praying, hoping, believing, manifesting health in this fake league that we are starting today. Gosh, not only that, you've got a quarterback dilemma back there. Who's going to be handing him off the ball? No quarterback dilemma. It's Baker Mayfield. Joe, it is your pick. For my first pick, I'm going to go with uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Cooper Cup, number one receiver in the league last year. Easy. And uh, to start off the second round, I'm just going to load up that receiver and go ahead and get Justin Jefferson. Give me both of those guys. Interesting. Give me Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson. I'm going to go ahead and get all the points right away. Wow. wow. Bold strategy. So Sam, that we uh, or no, sorry, we loop back to me. And yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna load up on running back here. And I'm gonna go another risky pick. Another risky pick. Here we go. I am going Derrick Henry. Because I, I don't think that's ooh. what are you what's risky about it? Just the injuries. About? I've got injury? two running backs who have injury history from last season alone. If if they are able to stay healthy in this fake league. I mean, I think I just won the league, but well, it's not guaranteed. Yeah, I get you. All right, so I get two picks here. And what so my do? mentality is that this is all one team, or am I thinking like, not that it really matters. I'm taking who I'm taking. But yep, that's anyways, how fantasy football operates. I'm going to go, uh, you know, let's keep it. I get two picks. I'm, we already have two receivers off the board, so I'm going with the the underrated by Madden themselves wide receiver. Got to secure a good good athlete here. Go with the second year standout Jamar Chase. All right, okay, good. I like that. Great. And my and my back. I'm going to keep it in the AFC North. We're talking risky picks. You talk what you want. I call it a sure thing. Najee Harris. <laughs> Najee Harris. Hey. <laughs> He's the, the undisputed oh number one goodness. running back in Pittsburgh. Got to keep, got to stick with it. You know what? You want to know why he's the highest rated guy on your team? Because I think combined your three quarterbacks don't equal his rating in Madden right now. Yeah, that's that's uh, not true, but I understand the joke. <laughs> uh, so that's that goes back to me, and I think I have to go Stephon Diggs here. Uh, he's number four receiver in most fantasy analyst rankings and so i'm uh i'm going stefan diggs big year with josh allen at the helm it's gonna be good stefan diggs uh, wow i can't believe this um that's good for you i guess i'm gonna just go ahead and take the best two running backs available left to give me <laughs> dalvin you. cook and austin Adler. and i'll be i mean that's i'm happy with my team if those are my four guys i've got Cup, Jefferson, Eckler, Dalvin Cook. Sign me up. I win. Uh, Joe's Joe did is winning right now. 
<laughs> I, I don't believe it. All right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. All right, so that means that goes back yeah, to me, picks. right? Yep, yep. Yeah. You, you and Sam have your last pick. All right, so who's on the board left? I don't really love Joe Mixon. Uh, I don't love Alvin Kamara. Take your mini helmet, boy. Well, no, I, I, I like mini helmet. That's a great inside joke. I one time accidentally bought multiple DeAndre Swift autographed mini helmets. Different story for a different day. I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook. I just picked him, you dumb. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Sorry. I wrote oh that down gosh. and everything, too. I wrote that down oh and everything, too. Gosh. Wow. Well, then you know what? Wow. I'm going to go. No, wow, this is. No, I think he forfeits the pick. I'm going yeah, to I think Debo. I think Sam gets to now Sam gets to pick and then it comes back around to you. You get a compensatory pick. I think I still get Debo, but Sam, who are you going to take? That's fine. You can have Debo because I am going to take Nick Chubb off the board. Okay? What? We, they're going to they're not going Kareem Hunt's going to be in a limited role if they keep him on the roster. If they don't trade him off, Nick Chubb, they got no answer at quarterback obviously under center. Chubb's going to play have a great year. Have well, a great year. I'm going to change my pick then because it's my podcast and I can do what I want. So instead of going to Debo, I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. I know he's moving into a new offense with a new slash old quarterback. And I know they say that you shouldn't start a fire with an old flame, but I believe that the Fresno State Bulldog connection is real. Uh, it's something that everybody yep. knows about. And Devontae Adams is going to have 100 receptions and 18 touchdowns. Wow. For, for I just want you were you were saying earlier about you were saying earlier about Roger Goodell's legacy and how he's going to be remembered. I want to know how you are going to be remembered after this draft of not only taking a player that was already picked, then making a selection and then overriding your own selection and saying, no, nah, just kidding. This is who I pick. Joe, in the real world, your legacy of, is tarnished in the real world of fantasy football. I would have my charts. I would have my multiple screens. I would be crossing off and, this is live podcasting. I, I was still recovering from you dipping out partway through. So forgive me. <laughs> Gentlemen, this Fair. has been Fair. a blast. I'm very excited for season three. Thank you so much, the Keto Grill Guy and Producer Sam, for joining me. Any, uh, any shout-outs that you guys want to take care of? Shout-outs, people in your life, organizations, really quickly. Take a shout out to the prestigious Keeper League, um, our defending champion, Donnie. We're all coming for you. Yep. Keep your heads up, Donnie. Um, Sam, I'm assuming yeah. your shout out is going to be the Avondale defense. I think the Avondale Yellow Jacket Steel Curtain. Yes. I'm only here will I say that. Uh, we're going to be phenomenal this year. Obviously, shout out to the fam. Anything that I do well is only because of them. So, mm, uh, Sam, will you guarantee an opening win against Holly? Uh, well, that's week two. Uh, but I'm gonna get. I'll give us a guarantee. We're gonna. We're gonna walk. We're gonna. We're gonna take on the Cousinot Patriots, and uh, we're gonna get. We're gonna handle business. Love it. Uh, I, would, I would like to give a couple shout outs. I have a buddy. Um, I'm not gonna say a name just because I don't know if they want this out there. But they are in the process of finalizing adoption of their uh, daughter, and so that's that's pretty exciting. That's awesome. Took kind of the one of the final steps today. So. Super excited about that. And then a couple buddies have started some podcasts as well. Three different podcasts. It's a Donnybrook, Hockey Card Gong Show, and Special One Cards. Go check those guys out. 
Happy Hard Knocks opening night, everybody. This has been episode one of Stay at Home Thad season three, and I will talk to you later. Peace. Goodbye.